Now back to Riffin with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back again on this Wednesday night, the quickest two hours of the week. Riffin with Raph and AD here with our special guest, Mr. Steve Taylor, the All-American. Got one more question, kind of links to the high school, to the college, the numbers. In high school, you wore number three. That number is retired. Yes. Get to Nebraska, you wear number 11. Some people <laughs> probably do not know that. And then made the switch yeah. to nine. What, yeah. what? It's a, well, okay, I always, you know, being an inner city school, right, uh, in Fresno, you they have certain numbers. So I wore nine and 16. I wore 16 because of Joe Montana. That was like my freshman mm. year, right? So I wore 16. We had two jerseys. Can you believe that? That's just mm. the way it was way back then, right? So um, and then I watched uh, Notre Dame play. Joe Montana. Joe Montana, and he wore three. He wore three. So I switched to three my junior and senior year in high school. Loved it. But when I got here, I, it wasn't available. I got number two on the freshman team. Love number two. So they moved us up to varsity, Brodick and I, and they just give you they give you a number, right? <laughs> and number 11 was available. I couldn't get number two because Von Shepard was a great wing back when starting mm-hmm. at number two. So I had number 11. So that's what I played with when I went up to varsity. And then once I did that, then I got a chance to pick my number. Von had two, and so I took nine, and that's how I ended up with nine. And probably should have kept nine when I went pro. It's a stupid reason, but um, uh, I, still, I still regret switching that, switching that. But anyway, so that's so, so that's how my number CFL. I, I went think, back to nine. I went back to nine later in the CFL. Yeah, because yeah, I think you what, were one and three also, or did you wear number? You wore number yeah, one. So this, yeah. What happened was that when I I was the first pick with the Edmonton Eskimos, and I wanted to be a perfect quarterback, so I said I'm gonna try to wear number ten. Shouldn't have done that. And Damon Allen had wore number nine in Edmonton, so that was the reason why I didn't want to wear nine because. He wore he had, we had worn nine. He he had he was it was a retired jersey, so I I, I took ten, which I shouldn't have done that because it just didn't feel right wearing number ten. And then so I did that, and then um um then when I was traded and I went to Calgary, I wanted number nine, but Terrence Jones had number nine, and all they had was number one, and Warren Moon number one. So I took one, but then after I, I beat those guys out, I got to pick my number. So that's when I went to nine. And then I had nine for my whole career until I retired. I said, I'm going to go back to my high school number, and I wore number three my last year. So, yeah, it's, it's funny how you go with numbers, but I've always been successful with nine and three and those numbers. So so I should have just wore nine going into Edmonton <laughs> my rookie year. You know what, Steve? You think about the time that you guys were here, that you got here. You were basically – your first year was 84? 85. 85. So 85 you're two years, two years right after a national championship run. Okay. So there's still that nostalgia yeah. from the 83 season. There's still guys on that team. Oh, yeah. You know, from that. What was – when were you introduced to college football? Who hit you or who just oh. hit you just like – Willie welcome. Pless. Willie Pless from Kansas. Mm. My, 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 my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he – Because you, you were playing both varsity and uh, freshman at that yeah, time. Yeah, but I moved up to varsity, and that's when I got hit by Willie Pless. I, I didn't know – I knew I didn't know who it was. I knew who it was. But then we were connected because Willie Pless played. He's a Hall of Famer up in the CFL. Great mm-hmm. linebacker. Mm-hmm. And he hit me and said, welcome to the Big 8. And he hit me. <laughs> that, that was the hardest hit that I, that I took. Uh, and, I, and I was young, you know. But, uh, yeah. So And then we then we reconnected playing football. Mm-hmm. That's what's funny. 
But uh, yeah, so it was. Uh, it, it was college was just awesome. So okay, yeah. so, so that's that's the that's the opponent. But I mean, like at Nebraska. Oh. So that Willie Pless from Kansas hits you and said, "Welcome yeah. to the Big Eight, which you always have those hits." But when you got to campus at Nebraska, who took you under their wing or wings or just a few guys that just said, "This is how we do things here." Oh, uh, Danny Noonan and Jim Scow. How never so? Forget that. Because we went, Broderick and I went to a uh, Bob Devaney had this charity. You, I got a picture of Tom Banderas, myself, Jim Scow, and Danny Noonan, Broderick Thomas, and Rod Smith actually at a charity Hot Rod. event. Yeah, at, at the Lincoln Country Club. We were young, and I never forget that. And uh, we were. We were chosen to go because we were going to be future, you know, stars or whatnot. And uh, Danny Noonan set me down and Jim Scout, and they just kind of showed me the ropes mm-hmm. of what to expect, what it's going to be like. And these guys were at the peak of their careers. Right. You know, Danny Noonan was the number two pick in the draft, and Scout was a mean son of a gun. And they just kind of said, "This is this is this is the way it is." And then ever since then, I've always gravitated to. I've always had this edge about me. I've always gravitated to defensive players. Mm-hmm. You know. Ironically enough, Brock and I were roommates just by circumstance. But um, I had I had a lot of Neil Smith and Lawrence Pete. I just kind of had that edge to me. I hung out with some offensive guys, but I just kind of had that edge to me about that. So, But they, they, they kind of took me under my wing. And then playing young, Tom Banderas, Cleet Blakeman. Bando. No, my nickname yep. was The Kid. The Kid. My nickname was The Kid, <laughs> and they still call me that to this day. And I, 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 they, and I get it's a term of endearment. I, it's funny when I hear it, you know, because it brings back so many memories. So, um and Cleet, used to, Cleet Blake used to call me Chippy. I came out one year and they had a bu- had these fat cheeks and they had a bunch of chipmunks on the back of my helmet, all around my helmet number nine. So he called me Chippy and the kid. So uh, it was it was just fine, man. Playing at such a young age and being in the in the mix of things, you know. At that time, I don't want to keep saying. At that time, it was really unheard of to have true freshmen really having an impact. On oh, it them, was, you know, and and having that kind of respect from those older guys, and then and then it just took off from there. You know what's funny? Then Raph let you go after this. My brother Mark, you know, was the equipment oh, manager yeah. for the team, and Mark told they me took a care funny. Of me, dude. They did. He told yeah. me a funny story. So Carter, my older brother, was an equipment manager. Him and Steve were the same age. I think Mark, I, I think you guys are both fifty-five, right? Yeah. Mark I might have actually. Story, be a I got a story about that. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve, you know, just a freshman, just you know, c- came there was in, there earlier in the summer, and Mark didn't know who he was, and my brother was the equipment manager, so. Yeah. Steve comes down and said, hey, man, can I get a football? My brother Mark said he had his collar popped up. It's like, man, get out of here. I don't know who you are, man. Because there's a lot of kids that would run in the stadium, oh, yeah. you know, just trying to run around and grab stuff, me being one of them, you know. But uh, so Steve goes upstairs to Coach Osborne. He goes, next thing you know, he gets a phone call. Uh, Mark, uh, this is Coach Osborne. Do you think you can give Steve a football to throw around? <laughs> That's funny because, uh, you know, like at that time, <laughs> we came up early in the summer. Yes. Broderick, myself, and Leroy. Yep. Like, we, we finished our senior in high school and did all that stuff, but we came up early in the summer, mm-hmm. which at that time, freshmen didn't even no. do that, right? It was but, a ghost town down but, there. Yeah, we had, like, we had the number two recruiting class in the country, so Broderick, myself, and Leroy, we came up early. And i never forget this, and that's when I met, first time I met Doug DeBose. Mm. And I had just seen Doug play against UCLA out there in California, right? Mm. He was had his gold chains and the booty and was shaking. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's when they had Nikes and they had yeah. Huskers. They had Huskers on the back yes. of the Nikes, man. I wanted a pair of those shoes, but I went to get some, and I, they wouldn't give them to me. You know, it was weird. Because <laughs> <laughs> we were young, right? You had to earn that, had to right? earn that Nike strike. And, uh, that was funny. But credit to your brother, when we made the switch to Converse, mm-hmm. you know, Converse had those really thick treads at the bottom. Yeah. And uh, – Dude, they caught all the time on the turf. Yeah. They were too catchy for me. That was a knee and injury so waiting to happen. It was. And a couple guys actually got injured. 
Anyway, they were great when the turf was wet, but I was like, dude, I can't play in these shoes. So they actually took my shoes to T.O. Haas, and they, they grinded the spikes out of my shoes. Wow. Where they became almost like they became almost like tennis shoe bottoms. Oh, so wow. they wouldn't catch on the turf. They did that for every they did that for all my shoes. You know, That's for me, tight. I said, dude, I'm not playing in those shoes. Nah. And they they and your brother had a lot to do with that. And they they took the time took to care of you. They took care of me. And I took never, care had, of you. never had any injuries. So kudos to your it. brothers. I appreciate I love it. it. Took care of me. I love yeah. it. I gotta ask you. Yeah. What was it like playing against Brian Bosworth? It's terrible, dude. <laughs> dude, that defense, <laughs> defense was like Tony Casillas, Ricky mm. Di- Dixon. I mean, they were just they were just loaded. And people tell me all the time about Boz. Can you imagine him today in the NIL? What that dude would have oh, <laughs> he would have made insane. But uh, uh, I don't like cheating at all. And when you talk about steroids use and everything, I said the thing about steroids is that you get a guy like Bosworth, who's already a, a phenom, a freak right. athletically. And then you give them, they use steroids. It takes their mindset mentality yeah. to a whole nother level. Right. That's what it does. And so, um, dude, he was just, they were just tough to play with. I swear. Uh, they just, they did, they said, we're just going to stop number nine. And we just, if we do that, we got a chance to win the game. And they, they, they did just that, you know, uh, they were, they were talented, man. They were, they were so good defensively. Uh, it was unbelievable. And then Miami too, you know, but we held our own later, but, but um, they were tough, man. I mean, it was – they were grabbing at your ankles. They are just disrupting everything. They're, they're, they're aggressive. They're all over. It was, it was just – it was a tough day. But um, I still think we, we could have beat them my junior year if we didn't have the bye because I think we had the better team. But uh, it just didn't happen. But uh, we finally got them in Norman my senior year. <laughs> you know, Steve, when you think about – I mean, you played in a lot of big games. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of big games. I, I can go back over and over again the ones you played in. Which game hurt the most – and which one was oh. the greatest victory? You know, it's funny, uh, and you 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 know this because you speak about this all the time. You know, I had a, many great wins, but the two wins that really haunt me that I wish I could have back would be the game of the century two against Oklahoma my mm. junior year, and then the Florida State game my uh, my junior year in the Fiesta Bowl because mm-hmm. uh, we had just won a Sugar Bowl against LSU that year. Yeah, and uh, we we had that game the Fiesta Bowl. We had that game locked out. I never forget this. We're on a we're on a one-yard line with, like, two minutes left, and we score, we go up by 11. It's over. It's a wrap. It's, it's over. I mean, it's done. Right there, I was in the huddle. And, uh, of course, we know we had the, the fumble, and then they went the 114 yards with the fourth and 22 and throw a skinny post and win the game. And then I threw the pass to Morgan. He runs it down to the side, the one-yard line. They call it back, and we lose the game. But th- I wish I could have those two games back. That that would have That would have changed everything, you know, just those two games. But those are two games that really hurt the most. Uh, UCLA was great. One mm. of the great games, one of the best games I ever played. Troy Aikman was quarterback. Troy Aikman, see, that, that was a great game because that was on national TV. We're number mm-hmm. two. They're number three in the country, right? This is like the second game of the year. But I played, my first start was against Florida State at home mm. against Deion Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I threw for two and ran for two. I was National Player of the Week. That was the first start that I had in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And I was about as green as you can get. That was one of the best games I ever played, you know. Uh, but you forget about that. The Oklahoma State game against Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. you know, that was a great game. The Texas A&M <laughs> game in the kickoff classic. You know, uh, and they had the wrecking crew a yeah, that year. Yeah, Aaron yeah. was it Aaron? Um, oh, they had, they had the Blitz brothers. The too. Blitz brothers. Yeah, dude, yeah. They were, and we played them. And Coach Osmond came and said, "You guys want to play this game because we got a chance to win the national championship. But if you lose early, you're done." And we voted to play, mm-hmm. and we won. You know, and uh, go ahead. 
No, no, no. That's go ahead because I'm, I'm going to ask a question. But go ahead. No, we voted so, to play. We voted to play, and I never because he came and said, "Hey." Because we, we, every year I was there, we had a chance to win the national championship. Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we, we played the South Carolinas, the UCLA's, yep. the Texas A&M, the Arizona State at their best. I'm talking ranked in the top ten right. back-to-back, right, mm-hmm. back-to-back. But we voted to play in the kickoff classic, which is an extra game. Yeah. Which is an extra game. Yeah, which can and put so, you out it, immediately. It you out, and it's the yep. first game of the year, but we voted to play. And i never forget this. Uh, that's when I was watching some CFL games and, and – uh, we had to, you know, we had 71 79 where it's like a half drop and you get behind the tackles. And I was backpedaling because I had seen Warren Moon do it. And coach said, Steve, what are you doing? I said, Coach, I got to see these blitzes coming from the weak side. I'm not turning my back. He said, By then, he said, Okay, Steve, just as long as you know you get to your spot. <laughs> I said, coach, I'm going to get to my spot. I got it, right? Anyway, so uh, I was pretending I was like throwing the ball 40 or 50 times. But no, so uh, it was fun. And it was, I wouldn't take it back because we. Right. We had to play week in and week out, and that, and that made it fun. And we, that's why I say we beat the best, and we beat some really good teams, and that mm-hmm. that was great. All right, Steve, we're going to come back here for one more segment yes. with you here, but right now we're going to throw it to break, and we'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. 